Let us pray. Gracious God, send forth your spirit by the power of your word to create faith, to forgive sin, to grow our love for you and for one another. Amen. Who sinned? Who sinned? That's the big question half the time. Who sinned that this virus is among us? Is it you? Is it me? It's the question that's asked at the beginning of our gospel reading today. Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? That's the, that's the sinner in us speaking its favorite language, which is called the blame game. Always wanting to point the finger at someone else. Always wanting to find another sinner we can blame for our own failures, our own misgivings, our own mortality. Always looking to, to somewhere else rather than ourselves. Our eyes, our eyes being closed, our eyes being blind to our own sin, our own difficulties, our own transgressions. But we're able to see clearly, definitely, all the other people around us. We see it today dealing with this plague, this pandemic that has hit us where we have different politicians blaming one another over what it is that they see to be the reason why things are not going the way that they think they should. That's just the way the world works, I think. The media trying to find a way to blame somebody Politicians picking one person or the other, never thinking about our mortality, never thinking about our, our finitude, that the time that we have on this earth being shorter than what we think it is. Never thinking about the fact that to, just to develop a test for the virus is a miracle. How much time it must take in that lab to figure out how to make that test or a vaccine to be able to fight it. And then it includes people. It includes people who make mistakes, people who think they have the right answer and it turns out to be the wrong one. And yet the disciples ask this question of this man who's born blind, who sinned? And Jesus gives the answer of the why question. This came about so that God's works might be displayed in him or manifested in him. The reality being that when this man, born blind, woke up that morning, he had no clue that he was going to be turned into a walking sermon. That he was to become this image, this example of God's work in and amongst the world. Taking someone born into a condition that they could do nothing about, and God entering into that to transform that person, transform that life, to bring light into darkness, life out of death the light of the world being manifested in this man. It's this picture here of John 9, of Christ's work in the world for, on our behalf, his work in us and through us. And it causes an investigation just by the amazement of what Christ is able to do, to take someone born blind, unable to see, eyes closed, 
and Christ opens his eyes. No one else was able to do that, but Christ alone was able to do that. And so it causes this investigation by the religious authorities and by the neighbors. The, 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 the neighbors can't believe it. They, they, they're trying to figure out, well, we, we know that, that you are this, this man who used to sit here, here, here begging, but, but how now are you able to see? You can't be the one. And he says, I am the one. Then how are your eyes open? Well, this man called Jesus, he made some mud, he put it on my eyes and told me to go wash, and, and now I see. Well, where is he? I don't know, the man says. Not knowing what it is that God was doing, and yet God did it there for him in Christ. And then the religious leaders, the religious folks, bring him forward. In part because they're on a worship investigation. How dare somebody do something out of the ordinary on a day that people aren't supposed to do anything, the Sabbath? Especially this Jesus, who we've caught, this is the second time at least, that we've caught him breaking this law, doing things outside of our understanding of the way that things should work, going against what it is that we think should be done. What a picture of religion. In our lives as the sinners that we are we tend to project our religion on others we tend to project and, and create these walls around what it is that that church is supposed to look at look like what it what it is that that religion is supposed to look like what it is that our politics or, or whatever pick whatever deity it is that we create for ourselves and we create walls and we say well this is this is how things are supposed to be and if you go outside these walls you 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 are anathema you're, you're a heretic. We don't want to listen to you. And so the Pharisees have this man brought before him, and they cannot imagine how he could have been born blind, and then somebody healed him by some mud and some spit and going and taking a bath. But what a picture that is. We not being able to believe of what it is that Christ can do with something as ordinary as mud and bringing forth sight to the blind. And so we find the Pharisees asking the wrong questions. They're wanting to know how Jesus did it, and the blind man keeps saying, he made some mud, put it on my eyes, I went and washed, and now I can see. And they want to find out. Well, it must have been some voodoo, or, or there's no way that, this, that, that you were actually blind. You're a charlatan. You're, you're a plant by this Jesus. And yet the man keeps saying, no, I was born blind, and now I can see. His parents say, you'll ask him. We're too afraid of you. We want to be able to come to church. We want to be able to come to synagogue. We don't want you to kick us out. And so the ones who should know that God can do all things, that God, at the beginning of time, took dirt, breathed into it, and it became a human being, could imagine that God, walking among us, would take mud, spread it on a guy's face, who could not see, and now he can. Using the, the, the dirt of the world to bring life. What a picture of God's continual work in and amongst us. God working in such a way to bring life out of such weird things. 
when we see Christ's mission coming out. After the man is kicked out of the synagogue because he's actually testifying to what it is that has happened. And the Pharisees can't believe it. They just can't understand how this Jesus guy, who's not part of their crowd, he wasn't educated at their seminary, could do such a thing. Jesus comes, finds the man, and tells him who he is again. And then he explains his job, to come into the world in order that those who do not see will see, and those who do see will become blind. Our blindness in this world can lead to fear, can lead to anger, can lead to rage, can lead to mistrust, because we believe we know more than we do. We believe we see more than we do. And yet it is Christ's work to come to us and open our eyes to see something more. To see of Christ working in this world in ways that we are absolutely unaware until our eyes are opened. I think of the story of David being anointed by Samuel and God saying, no, you're, you're looking at strong dudes. You're looking at, at these warrior types. You're looking at these ones that would be on the cover of GQ. I'm going to pick someone else. I'm going to pick this little boy sent off to shepherd the sheep who was so unimportant that he was not even invited to the meal with the great prophet Samuel. He was going to be left aside and God says, I'm going to pick that one. Or in our Ephesians reading, how it tells us of light coming into darkness. That we need to come out of the darkness and be called into the light. That it gives us picture of this resurrecting work of God. Wake, O sleeper. That is Christ's work, to throw off the seeing and take the least likely and make them his. Well, the Pharisees look for conformity. They look for connections to tradition. They look for everything to be going the way it's supposed to be going. We're living in a world right now where things are not going the way that we think they're supposed to be going. And yet God is still working. Christ comes to us as one to display his power and weakness. So I ask you, church, the greatest question we should have today is how might Christ be preparing to show himself in and amongst us today? with this plague around us. I ask you as you go into this new week, where is God working in your heart to not only continue to grow your faith and to forgive your sin and to grow your love for him and for your neighbor, but even more so, where is the blindness that Christ is going to take care of? And where is it that you think you see that you are actually blind? Allow Christ to come and do his work because he's going to. That, it is, that is his calling. To open the eyes of the blind and raise the dead. May it be so again. Thanks be to God. Amen.